Welcome Walnut. I'm Lara, but you can call me Laz, your host for Walnut Wednesday. This is your reminder to be brave, be yourself, and know that you can make the world a better place just by what you decide today. Here, I'm going to share my weekly walnutings with you on a Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Walnut Wednesday. Uh, this week is very special because I have my friend Lauren as a guest on the podcast. Hello, Lauren. Hello, hello. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you so much. I'm so super excited. Yay, I'm excited too. Um, <laughs> Walnut Lauren is the female expansionist, mindset and energy activation for the woman ready to lead herself how delish is that Lauren can you introduce yourself further and let's talk a little bit more about who you are and how you got here absolutely yes so I'm I'm Lauren Lindsay and as you've just said so beautifully I am the creator of the female expansionist and where that came from is from my own personal experience of expanding and transforming throughout my life through over various different obstacles and experiences that I've been able to overcome. Um, And the whole part of the female expansionist is because over the last couple of years, I've truly found something so amazing within the female community as a collective, as females together. When we all support ourselves, there's no stopping us. There's absolutely no stopping us. And obviously being a female myself, working closely with women, shifting our beliefs, looking at our mindset, changing our energy. It just, it absolutely lights me up. I just, I love the work every single day. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how I got to where, well, where I am now, should I say. Um, But it wasn't always this way. It never I never actually thought this would be possible or this life was even available to anybody for that matter. Um, So yeah, I can go down that story if you want. There's quite a few, so let me know what area. (laughs) Yeah, please. And let's talk about, um, you mentioned sort of overcoming obstacles and things and obviously um, launching into your uh, working for yourself and things like that I can imagine was you had to be quite brave and walnut a little bit to to get to where you are now so absolutely yeah please share yeah it's definitely uh, definitely been a journey but a journey that I just I absolutely love now um and I get excited for so like I, like I was saying you know it never it didn't always used to be this way I actually found myself um It's about 10 years ago now, I found myself going through many years of the dark soul, lots and lots of experience. I suffered um, really greatly with my own mental health. Uh, The doctors said I had generalized personal, uh, generalized anxiety disorder alongside postnatal depression. So after I had my firstborn, um, this was when it kind of all come about. But for many years before I was I was struggling for many years before that, even through all of my teenage years. And when I've done the work and the work that I now um, share with the other incredible women in my world is all about um, how to overcome and how to shift our beliefs from where we once thought we were and what we deserve to what we truly deserve Mm -hmm. and what we desire. Everything that we desire is meant for us and 
like I say, you know, I never thought this could be possible until I started doing the work. And it just, it makes me so, so happy to talk about. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And have you got like a, if someone is um, a Walnuts listening right now and really resonating with the, um, the obstacle years, the dark, what did you say? The dark soul? Um, the dark, dark night of the soul. Yeah, I have many yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah dark nights of the soul um I like I really love that word even though it is quite like mm, it just makes me feel things but have you got a a tangible um particular thing that you did for one one dark night of the soul example well yeah and it was it's more what I, I'll say and how I kind of how I do my work is I'm very action orientated. I, I've, I've got the personality where I'll try so many things and not one size fits all with me. So I actually have a toolkit. I have a spiritual toolkit and expansion toolkit is what I call it. And depending on what has come up for me and what's coming up in my life at this moment in time, I I will shift through it with certain tools. Um, so especially back in the, them days when I first, I, I wasn't aware of what I'm aware of now, obviously. So um, first for me, it was having the belief that there is possibly a different way and ha holding the belief while I began taking the steps. That was probably the biggest hurdle at the start mm. because it just didn't seem possible. It didn't seem that it would be but I think for me it was either I could stay where I am or I could believe this and at least try because I'll always end up back where I was and at that point I I didn't want to though there wasn't much point or that's how I felt at that point um so at, in that time I actually read the secret um and it was that that kind of got me reading again so I hadn't paid picked up a book all through my teenage years so it probably be about eight nine years where I just thought I knew everything I was one of them girls that had a chip on her shoulder um I didn't deal with my emotions at all to be fair I didn't know how to deal with my emotions um so I used to use a substance I used to go to alcohol so uh, each time I had the dark nights of the soul I ended up going and using alcohol to numb my emotions and with that caused a lot of a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, a lot of experiences that weren't necessarily necessary. Mm. Um, but as I overcome that, uh, the big one that started a shift for me was being grateful. Being grateful for being aware, being grateful for where I am, being grateful for just having a life. Um, and then I kind of moved with that as it shifted. Um, I moved into mindfulness. I practiced journaling for a long time. Um, and also mindfulness. So they were like the four big ones for me. Um, did I say mindfulness? Sorry, or was it meditation? You haven't said meditation so yet. <laughs> sorry, yeah. So there was, uh, it started with gratitude, then it was mindfulness, journaling, and then meditation. Um, so it was them four, and it's them four that I've taught for a long time um, about the tools and anchors that I use. But I also always ask others to experiment what works for them because I ended up going through a cycle of fix it cycle and it was kind of everything that I was doing all of the tools and anchors that I was using all of the help that I was seeking um it was all to fix me and I only realized a few years later that 
that wasn't the way that worked for me because what I was actually doing was creating more resistance that I'm not good enough, that, that I need, there's something wrong with me, I, I need to get better. Um, so yeah, uh, them, them tools worked well in every aspect and they still do now. Um, but now I also do a lot of working around my shifts and doing a lot of energy work and shifting here in the present moment so that I can truly step into my power, really. It's, it's tapping back and being aware of who we are, being our own best friend, mm. which back in the day didn't really resonate with me. I didn't understand what if, when I used to get told you need to love yourself or, you know, what, what do you think of self-love? I used to think of like going having a bath or making a cup of tea or, you know, doing them girly things, so to speak, which at yeah. that point I wasn't very girly. I was, if anything, I was a tomboy who just become a bit of a hermit. Um, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see people. It was quite, it was a really dark time. Um, but when I started to truly look at myself for who I was and become friends with who I was, a lot of things started shifting in that moment. The gratitude become easier. The mindful moments become much easier to be aware of. The meditation got easier um, and it's, it's been a struggle. There's, I'm not going to lie to anybody, you know, the practice of calming the mind and being a presence around, the, um, around your thoughts is quite difficult when we first start, but it is doable as long as we keep taking them steps forward. Mm, um you said that because um yeah it is I was thinking that I was like oh I like all the four things all the four tools that you said but I really struggle like journaling didn't really work for me meditation I just do sometimes when I feel like it or when the moment arises so I'm really glad that you that you said one yeah you do need to just keep moving forward and to experiment with what works for you because everyone is different so I appreciate I sorry I interrupted as well but I appreciate that Lauren <laughs> no I'm glad you did because I, I find this a lot and a lot of women in my community say the same thing and they find a lot of resistance so if I am I all right to just kind of clear up a few of them points that you've mentioned Absolutely. Um, because I also I felt them too um resistance around journaling for me was a big one because I was actually scared of what was going to come out. I was scared of owning up to truly looking at myself. Um, especially when I first looked at journaling, the image I had in my head was around shadow work. It was around, again, fixing myself. And when I, when I hear the word shadow work, it, put, it instills a fear in me. Even now, it doesn't, doesn't sound sexy, does it? It doesn't sound empowering. It's kind of like, ooh. Why would anyone want to do that? <laughs> and yet we're conditioned and we're believe, you know, we're taught over and over again, don't do this work alone. Don't do this. Um, so I was always a little bit scared and that resistance around journaling was a lot of not knowing how to deal with the emotions that come up. So I did it. I stopped. I did it. I stopped. And then I realized that it was becoming more of a hindrance for me than anything else. And it, it was kind of, I was putting so much pressure on myself. So these are where the other tools come in. I then flipped and I went to back to gratitude or I went back to mindfulness and I kind of stayed within these few for a couple of years. The meditation, the monkey mind used to be and still can be, let's just be completely honest, I'm human, can be absolutely crazy. Um, but with meditation, one of the things, I used to imagine meditation as somebody sat in front of a tree 
like hippie style, you know, dead calm, zen, like chilled out. And then the reality of it, the reality of it is meditation is another word for like sports. You, you know, like sports, you have netball, football, hockey, all the things. Meditation's exactly the same. So that's like the umbrella of all of these different experiences we can have. And there's so many different experiences within meditation itself. This is where the exploration comes in and the experimentation because there's, there's so many, you know, mindfulness meditation, Kundalini meditation, energy expansion meditation, which is one that I truly love. Um, there's so many. And because we're, we get put off straight away because we can't quiet the mind um, or we just kind of sit still. And of course it's going to be, if we haven't ever sat still in, you know, however many years we've been alive and actually spent time to check in with our bodies, it's going to feel uncomfortable really, isn't it? It's like anything we do that new, it's gonna feel strange, we're gonna have resistance, but that truly is where our power lies. When we begin to experience the energy within our body, which for me, I tap in through the meditation, through that space, the silence between the thoughts, or the presence between the thoughts, that's when I, I feel I get to become aware and make decisions in that moment. So if anybody's listening to this and they want to try out meditation, I've experienced this in moving and meditation. I've experienced it in affirmations in meditation. I've experienced it in so many different styles that the, I believe that the main tool and the main game or that, you know, how to kind of do this is to become the presence behind the thoughts become the presence of your awareness and we're not attaching thoughts and we're not kind of playing into all of them stories that come does that does that make sense does that yeah. resonate with you at all that that really does thank you so much I really like that become the presence so like be the be the driver of the thoughts right and let them kind of float absolutely up, consume you while you're doing that doing the meditation sort of thing right yeah and that goes to it goes with everything it goes with absolutely every moment in our life every single decision that we make if we can bring ourselves back and center ourselves and I, I call it like from a heart-centered space I breathe into my heart and I really bring the energy into my heart so a lot of the time when we're breathing and we're doing meditation we either breathe really heavily or we don't recognize our breath a lot of the time so that's again that's a new lesson when we're beginning meditation of how you know all of these new sensations are coming in and these new awarenesses it's it it creates it does create resistance but as we practice and realize that it's normal to have the thoughts that come up it's normal to have that monkey mind and majority of the time what you'll hear is it's either your to-do list of what you need to do for the day or that it's not working and your mind won't stop and these thoughts are going to keep on going that narrative is is real mm. but as we breathe into it and we really connect to our breath each time we recognize we're attaching to the thought come back to the breath and even if it's just a split second and as we do this over time it gets a little bit bigger i do it for the moment i do it for that one split moment where i truly feel connected between my own presence away from everything and it can be a split second or it can be a few seconds but that in itself is it just changes the whole every part of the day every single part of the day oh yes and you I can love this. i love this so much 
yeah we can find that in gratitude we can find it in being mindful we can we don't need to sit down and you know completely just switch off from the world we can do it in nature we can ground ourselves walking with no shoes on we can find the presence within us we are not our bodies with but we're not taught how to not disconnect from the body but how to also become aware of the the greater side of us our higher self absolutely and i think we get um how you said monkey brain we get all caught up and it's like the the thought of the act of doing it so it's like oh i should do a meditation and then you're thinking oh oh shit i don't really have 10 minutes to spare to put on the music and listen to someone talk at me but if you are if you keep it simple right like like you were saying in the second like i've done this at work where i've just gone to sit outside i've had a big breath looked up at the sky or looked at some I always find looking at some form of nature like if there's a little grass poking out of the concrete or something that moment in itself is yeah. the is being intentional and taking it back to what you said your heart center right um yeah so yeah I love that keeping it simple and remembering that it's just it just takes a second hey yeah, absolutely. And as you're talking, I don't know if you can hear me smiling away here. I can so relate to that. I am the girl who, and I'm going to celebrate myself here as well. <laughs> I am the girl who used to sit in front of an exercise video, all ready to exercise. <laughs> I used to flip through for the amount of time I, I give myself for exercise to try and find an exercise video. I was that girl. <laughs> And we can shift, but I have shifted this now. And just as you were talking, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I honestly, I, you know, we're not alone. I'm sure we're not the only ones who have done that. But as we were talking about, when, we're, when we recognize in that moment, so as we were sat there, how many times, like you can relate to this now. So how many times did you sit there and you have a memory as you're flicking through the next one going, I really should just choose one. I really should just choose one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and that's our intuition that's what's telling us to okay do it okay do it I was thinking as well just going back to the exercise video thing um I'd love to hear your sort of thoughts on this as well it does go back to sort of the intention but it's let me yeah. know if you resonate with me as well Lauren but um so I'll be like looking for exercises on say YouTube and I find a five minute wor- ab workout and I'm like oh yeah I can do the ab workout. Then I finally will work myself up to doing the five minute workout and think, oh, I could probably keep going because the endorphins start kicking in. So I find another five minute workout. And then by the end, I've done like, say, 15 minutes worth of five minute workouts, which probably actually took like 20 to 25 minutes because I've wasted time looking for another five minute one. When I could have just done the half hour DVD that I've got sitting in my room. (laughs) <laughs> like it's weird how the time thing can you can can you kind of like riff a little on what you think about um time and and filling up our days and and filling that monkey brain up absolutely well first thing for me was shifting the perspective i had around time um time is one of our most valuable assets mm-hmm. it's something that we can never get back and even though there are you know there's that matter of time is just an illusion and when it comes to certain aspects and how to manifest and get our desires then no time isn't of 
you know, it's not important. But when it comes to your daily actions, when it comes to moment to moment, if we're focused in the past, we're always focused within a memory. And if we're focused in the future, we're focused in our imagination. The only time we can ever change, the only moment we can ever make any change whatsoever in our life is now. It's in this moment. So when it comes to truly owning ourselves, stepping into our power and leading ourselves forward, as me and you have just been discussing then, you know, so perfectly, we can remember times where we've sat there, we've known to to do something different but our mind and our comfort zone and the monkey chatter and our limits and beliefs and whatever tell us that oh we'll do it in a minute whatever that has been we've allowed that to control us and it's okay because what we knew you know what we didn't know we couldn't help but now we know and now you know this as well Lara each time you do something you're probably gonna have my voice in the back of your head and go it's in the moment do it now <laughs> Do it now, Les. Truly, <laughs> truly powerful. So powerful. And when we begin to live like that, we live with intention. We live by consciously creating in the moment with intention. And you know, everybody in this world all has the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours in the day, yet some people are multimillionaires and some people aren't. Some people are really, you know, doing well and some people don't feel they are. And it's a matter of, you know, moments. How are we making up the moments of our day? It's, um, yeah, there's a little bit of food for thought. <laughs> oh, I love it. I've got goosebumps because I am quite, I, the, my way to my personal development has been through um, trying to be more intentional or at least catching a thought after I've had one particularly in terms of sort of like bad talking myself um and it's been a long road but yeah living in the now I think is so important and I think you've just summed it up so beautifully thank you so much yeah I, and I can resonate to that as well especially when we're shifting beliefs so when we're first becoming aware of them thoughts we realize that we're not being so nice to ourselves. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I used to beat myself up. I used to, oh, there I go again. I'm doing it again. This isn't ever going to stop. And then I kind of pulled myself in that spiral. Um, and when I started using the moment, so I, I learned this through mindfulness first. It's the way I've just explained it to you has been years of me understanding it to be able to simplify it for myself. And that is the most simplest way and the most powerful for me that works. Um, so as we were doing this and, and we're breaking into them, them moments in time, it builds over time. So even though we don't know about it now, when you look back in a few weeks time, if you keep on doing this, if you keep on taking them steps forward, you'll see how you begin to compound time as you go. Mm. And it's, it's truly, where I was kind of going with that, you were mentioning about you, you shift in your thoughts, you're coming into the resistance because you, part of us kind of feels like we should be further on than where we're not. But when we bring ourselves back to the moment and we acknowledge where we are and anchor in that, you know, we're, we're amazing because we are being intuitive, we're opening up, we're ready to heal, we're, we're on this path. When we can bring ourselves to that place in the moment, we'll shift and we can move and then we can decide, you know, do I want to sit here and stay comfortable and still just 
keep on flicking through or do I truly want to be that next level version of me? Do I want this exercise? Do I want that body? Do I want to eat healthy? And we can, that's where the intention comes in. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. And Walnut, Lauren and I are actually in a program together, which ha- which is like an exercise one. So that's why we keep sort of referring back to it. But Lauren is like inspo.com. She's like just going like a crazy little banana. So it's really great. But um, oh my gosh, yes, that makes total sense. And I have more questions and I feel like we could go and speak for another like 20 hours. But Lauren, if people um, and the walnuts are enjoying this chat and want to hear more about you, where can we find you? Where do you hang out? Um, yeah if we want if we want more lauren yeah so i am currently at the moment i'm primarily on facebook um i have my own female expansionist collective community on there you can find me on instagram and i'm going to be completely honest it is an area i am growing and expanding in um so that is a little bit quiet at the moment but it certainly won't be for long um and yeah, the best place is Facebook. That's the best place to get me at this current time. Awesome. And that's a, yeah, you're, you're super, super active inside your group and it's a really welcoming, warm, and also, um, what's the word? Inf- not informative. That's not the right word, but like interactive and engaging place to be. I, I enjoy being in that space with you. So thank I love you. That. Yeah. You've just took part in our party, haven't you as well? Yes. We've just had party that was super fun and I truly do like I say I'm I'm very person-centered um I didn't mention it at the start but a lot of my work and my past and everything's through health and social care so um a lot of the work I do is person-centered and action-based action orientated because I truly believe that we learn by experimenting by learning and then by doing it again but doing it in a different way and having the right support around us, collaborate the right people, the people who not necessarily are on the same path, but they believe in us, they see us, they, you know, they hold space for us and they value us as the individual that we are. Um, and that's, that's truly important for me. So I loved everything you said about the community then. And I just love how it keeps on growing and expanding with so many incredible women. So if you are hearing this and you would like to come into my world, please do. And I'd love to welcome you and celebrate at the same time. Yay. <laughs> yes, definitely do. Um, Walnut 10 out of 10 can recommend. And uh, Lauren, my token question that I ask to everybody um, on the podcast is um, what does being a walnut mean to you? Such a great question. And in a, in a simple way, it's keep expanding. It's been an expansion queen. And I know that may sound really like, what? <laughs> but it's, always expand yourself even if where you are right now you could be completely happy with where you are know that you can move further if you're not happy with where you are know that you can change it you can shift it and you can move further it's all about expanding our mind our energy our soul everything that makes us whole everything that makes us human makes us all the things It's about expanding them, learning about ourselves and truly experiencing the life here that's on offer and not just the one that we're led to believe. So yeah, I could go on with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. I was just, I had this visual and we're probably going to go off on another tangent now, but um, <laughs> just before we do wrap up, when you were saying that, Lauren, and you said that we're, we can always expand, I was just imagining when you take a big breath and how your chest expands big and it's like you're taking in all the things and it's being a part of you. Yeah. It just reminded me of like breath for some reason. So that's a, and that's such a beautiful. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's a brilliant exercise that as well. That is an exercise as well that I've done. And there's lots of different ways you can do that. But like you've just said then, so if you were imagining a balloon, so when you're breathing in, imagine sucking in a balloon and all of its air, take a deep breath in, hold your breath for a few seconds and then breathe out as though you're breathing into a big air, into a balloon as full as you can and then breathe it in and out. And as you do that, you're going to generate peace and calm within your body. This is where you can then connect to your moment and in the hold of the breath. And I, I've never heard this explained um, what I find is in the hold of the breath, that is where we, we experience the energy body. That's where we experience the peace. And for me, that's where I catch that moment and I can disattach and come away. Mm. So practice, it's, it doesn't come overnight. I'm not going to lie, but when we practice this and it can be snippets in the day, it can be a couple of minutes, even just 30 seconds. What I used to do actually when I first began this is I set my phone, um, I had an alarms on my phone for every half an hour and there were just mindfulness half an hour and it just used to go off and remind me to just check in with where I was in the moment, what was going through my mind, how was I feeling and am I on, on track so am I not going back in my spiral um, and that was really powerful and that really, really helped me get into a habit and now it's something that I do if I, I recognize a shift in my feeling straight away or if it's not straight away, I become aware quite quickly and I'm able to do this quickly now. Whereas at the beginning, I had them visual reminders. I had the alarm clock. There's nothing wrong with that. If this is something that you want to do, it will absolutely change your life. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's such a really beautiful beautiful tangible tips thank you so much for sharing lauren thank you for your time and for for visiting us yeah thank you so much it's been so much fun <laughs> i could stay here for another hour i know me too um walnut if you have enjoyed this episode please um come and find us and let us know screenshot share tag all the things and make sure you go check out lauren's group thank you for your time and for listening and for being here and lauren again Thank you. I love you. This has been awesome. I love you too. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody for listening. Bye.